Today, Rinpoche explained how important joyous perseverance is. In order for us to achieve any of the realizations, in order to achieve calm abiding and then eventually special insight, it's necessary to have joyous perseverance, to analyze and think about the excellent qualities of generating it in order to want to in the first place. Yeah, yeah? Okay. Uh, so everybody who's following along, we're going to begin on page 33 uh, right at the top, you'll see where it says 489, and then below it it says the personal instructions of this treatise. Uh, so that's where uh, Rinpoche is going to begin reading today. ตาจิบันจิงลาตะลาบะสุชิบิชิบิลาตะชาชุกะเซนตาชิชิบะตะชิดุลาสุบะวะตะสุชิบิชิบิลาอินบะเดชิบิชิบิลาวะตะสุม
what we've gone over thus far. We've already gone over the explanation of the mind that aspires to enlightenment or bodhicitta previously. Um, and now we've arrived at the section which explains the six perfections. Uh, so we see we need the generation of great compassion, then the generation of the mind that aspires to enlightenment, followed by the practice of the six perfections in order to achieve Buddhahood. And that's where we are now. Digson Rinpoche, tu che. Singan Mibala Okay. The personal instructions of this treatise stress only the practices from the beginning to the end, which are derived from the classic text. Therefore, herein I will explain the methods used to achieve concentration, drawing on the classic texts how to develop flawless concentration, and the stages in which mental states are thereby developed. Number one, how to develop flawless concentration. Uh, what to do prior to focusing the tension on the object of meditation, what to do while focusing on the object of meditation, and what to do after you focus on an object of meditation. So here uh, we begin with the first category, uh, which is what to do prior to focusing the attention on an object of meditation or object of observation, mikpa. It's, it's what you are focusing on. Um, so um, uh, one thing that I left out is that um, when we look at the six perfections, um, now we've arrived at the fifth perfection, the perfection of concentration. Um, so in this concentration, a single-pointed concentration, which um, becomes a calm abiding, uh, is qualified by a pliancy that occurs, um, a mental and physical pliancy that occurs um, when one has this developed calm abiding, or, or shine. Uh, so, um, and this is a, a complete stabilization of the mind so that one is able to rest firmly on an object. Uh, so now we begin with what to do prior to focusing the attention on an object. Um, so if you cannot stop the laziness of being disinclined to, to cultivate concentration and of enjoying things that are not conducive to it, from the outset you will not gain entry into concentration. Even if you do attain it once, you will be unable to sustain it, so it will quickly, quickly deteriorate. Therefore, it is very crucial to stop laziness in the beginning. Uh, I believe. 
אוקיי, טיגסון. When you attain pliancy in which your mind and body are full of delight and bliss, you will stop laziness in as much as you will be able to cultivate virtue all day and night without weariness. When you achieve the calm abiding, uh, there is a change in the winds that takes place. And when the, change, the, when the winds change within one's, one's body, uh, this causes what's called mental and physical pliancy. Um, and this pliancy is very pleasant. It's a blissful feeling uh, that delights the mind and a de- blissful feeling that delights, uh, the, um, uh, delights the body. So, Rimbache, Sen Shi Jan, Don Lu Shi Jan, Nicha Reja? Lu Shi Jan, Nicha Reja. Okay. Sen Shi Jan, Easy Shiba in Jere. Shi Jan. Sen Shi Jan, Reja in? Sen Shi Jan, Shiba in Jere. Sen Jun, Sen Jun. Zudan Shiba Gelwa. Lu Shi Jan, Sen Shi Jan, Jan Gelwa. Shiba Mare. Lu Shi Jan, Zure. Then a Sam Shejang Rejain Okay, two chick. Okay. Okay. So when when we look categorically um, uh, the actual physical pliancy that takes place, this bliss would fall under um, tactile sensation. When we look at um, Uh, uh, seeing and smelling and taste, tactile sensation. It's called the reja, um, um, under the the categories of form. 
Um, but then the mental pliancy is consciousness. So we wouldn't say it would be um, under that category because when we look at the, the two, form and consciousness, they're mutually exclusive. Uh, so we would say that just this category of the physical pliancy is actual tactile sensation uh, that overwhelms when the winds change. Um, so there is a new wind that, that uh, come, comes over. So when we look at the qualification of, um, look at the quality of uh, calm abiding by uh, Penchenson, just as a translator's note, Penchenson Andrapa defines it as a stabilization arisen from a meditation conjoined with special pliancy. So the special pliancy is referring to the mental and the physical pliancy that occurs. Uh, so it's a mental consciousness pliancy that takes place of the pliancy of the mental consciousness um, and pliancy of the body, which then what it says um, will uh, will you will be able to cultivate virtue all day and night without weariness. Um, so it, this pliancy then allows you to create um, all of the. Um, uh, create more virtue because it abandons the obstacle of laziness, which is an obstacle of effort. Um, so to develop, to develop this pliancy, you must be able to have continuous enthusiasm for the concentration that causes pliancy. So how, how do you, what are the, if we look at the heading, what to do prior to focusing the attention on an object of meditation? Before you uh, do um, Develop, you must be able to have continuous enthusiasm for the concentration that causes pliancy. To develop this enthusiasm, you need a continuous intense yearning that is intent on concentration. As a cause for this yearning, you need steadfast confidence in and fascination with the good qualities of concentration. So the excellent qualities of generating this so to start with, cultivate and again and again a confidence that is aware of good qualities of concentration. So Rinpoche said that perseverance, when we uh, look at the um, concentrations, perseverance is before concentration. So it's important uh, in, in terms of the development to have a lot of effort in order to develop this mental and physical pliancy which occurs from de developing this concentration. Um, uh, Lesser. Corinne 
To develop this pliancy, you must be able to have continuous enthusiasm for the concentration that causes pliancy. To develop this enthusiasm, you need a continuous, tense yearning that is intent on concentration. As a cause for this yearning, you need a steadfast concentration in and fascination with the good qualities of concentration. So to start with, cultivate again and again a confidence that is aware of the good qualities of, of concentration. So it's necessary uh, to develop this cause, um, a, as a cause for this yearning, you need steadfast confidence and a fascination with the good qualities. So one needs to, um, as a cause for this, think about the good qualities of concentration over and over again. So this is uh, what become when we look at these realizations, they are effects. So one has to apply the cause, and here the cause is this. So to start with, cultivate again and again a confidence that is aware of the good qualities of concentration. So, to th and then when you see this process in practice, you will understand this most vital point with the clearest sense of certainty. Maitreya's separation of the middle from extreme states. The basis and what it is based upon and what is based upon it are the cause and its result. Uh, so here the basis is yearning. So um, having a desire for, a yearning for. Um, it's, uh, it, it falls um, under the... Um, the secondary, I believe, um, mental factors. I'll look that up. The yearning, um, wishing, yearning, um, which is the base of endeavor. What is based upon it is the endeavor of enthusiasm. The cause of yearning is confident faith in the good qualities of concentration. The result uh, of endeavor is pliancy. Now, I just want to just check something. Um, 
Okay, so here this enthusiasm is actual um, um, effort, so perseverance. So I'm looking at the Tibetan here, and it says that, uh, so it's, so the basis is the yearning, which is the basis of endeavor. And then it says, what it is based upon is the endeavor of effort. Um, so joyous perseverance or effort. Um, so here it says enthusiasm, but I, um, and I'm doing this very quickly. So, um, but I, f- I see the word for joyous perseverance for effort here. Um, and Rimache, the zunju, the nyepa ni suan zunju so. Datayan. The Delane de Tumba did so ne so. Nepa ni to arm Sandjuba Nebasa Jurua. This Sabudu. Never tell a never the Jutan Jubinito. She is also tell a never named Dumbadis. Never tell a never she be never tumble ne the Jumba Jumbaluko. ネバテ。ツイネソツンドゲ、ジュインバレ。ツイネソ。ネダダラネバ。ネバネ。ツワンツンドソス。ダラネバセツンドルコゴレスツンド。ソガグラトウ。ユネマルツンドジンドシン。
So I think it's right here. So it's it's recognizing that the, through this effort, uh, one will be able to um, generate all of the excellent qualities and merit. Um, I'll find it another time, um, just because it's a very large chapter. Um, embracing perfect ethics, they will constantly... Okay, well, we can go, I can go back to it another time. Okay, then Deegsung, let me just make sure I read everything that Rinpoche read. Just one moment. It's based upon, this is your, in this context. Okay, Deegsung Rinpoche. So if you have an excellent amount of effort, if you put in this perseverance, then the result will be the physical pliancy and the mental pliancy that comes from this effort. The <laughs> Okay. So going back to the um, Majimika Avatara quote, uh, where um, it's from the fourth chapter of the Madhyamika Avatara, and it says, Virtues, all without exception, follow in the train of diligence or effort. The source of wisdom and of merit, both of accumulations, since it blazes with the light of diligence, this ground, the fourth, is known as radiant. Uh, so here, um, this is speaking of how all of these excellent qualities come from, from the... Um, training in joyous perseverance or effort 
Okay, so in so now going back to the Lam Rim uh, text, uh, so one needs to have the cause in order to have the result. So for the one have the result of calm abiding, which then is qualified by mental and physical pliancy, it's necessary to have the cause here, which is saying a joyous perseverance and effort. Um, which then the Madhyamika Avatara says all virtues without exception are caused by. Um, now, going to Lamrim Chemo, um, in this context, the good qualities of concentration are as follows. When you reach serenity, your mind is filled with delight and your body filled with the bliss. So you are happy in this lifetime. Also, since you have attained physical and mental pliancy, you can turn your attention to any virtuous object of meditation you choose. Since you have quelled uncontrolled distraction toward the wrong sort of objects, you are constantly involved in wrongdoing, and any virtue you do is very powerful. Based on serenity, you can achieve good qualities such as the super-knowledges and super-normal powers. In particular, it is on the basis of serenity that you develop the knowledge of insight that knows the real nature, whereby you can quickly cut the root of cyclic existence. If you reflect, so here this is speaking of calm, the union of calm abiding and special insight. Uh, if you can then use the concentration to then um, develop special insight, that wisdom can cut the root of cyclic existence, that kind of wisdom, that special kind of wisdom that has the um, uh, calm abiding coupled with it, that makes it a special insight. Um, that's why it says knowledge of insight that knows the real nature, whereby you can quickly cut the root of cyclic existence. If you reflect on any of these good qualities, you will become aware of and meditate upon things that strengthen your inclination to cultivate concentration. When this inclination arises, you will continually you will be continually prompted from within to cultivate concentration. So it will be easy to attain concentration. Also, since you cultivate it repeatedly, even after attaining it, you will be unlikely to lose it. So because you've done this over and over again, um, and you have properly cultivated it, it's not something you're just going to lose. Um, it's not something you have a snap like Rimchi said, just a snapshot of, or a, uh, just an instance of, and then it goes away. It's something that's sustained because it's been properly cultivated with the proper causes. Dixon. Maybe 
Tell 
Çeçe günü Fethancı Dereci Dereci şey Dereci şeyci Ngobu tanca döndü de Tepence de Jeme bağırız Tekale cünana What to do while focusing on an object of meditation. This section has two parts. Identifying the object of meditation upon which your attention is set. Two, how to focus your mind on the object of meditation. Uh, Number one, identifying the object of meditation upon which your attention is set. This has two divisions, a general presentation of the objects of meditation and identifying objects of meditation in this context. Uh, um, So those are the two. And then we look at the first category among those two, we have a general presentation of the objects of meditation. This has three categories. The first, the objects of meditation themselves. The second, who should meditate on these objects. And then the third category, synonyms of the object of meditation. Uh, so these are the three categories. And then number first category among those three, the objects of meditation themselves. And the Bhagavan stated that yogis have four types of objects of meditation, these being universal objects of meditation, objects of meditation for purifying your behavior, object, objects of meditation for expertise, and object, objects of meditation for purifying afflictions. So beginning with the first uh, universal uh, objects of meditation. Universal objects of meditation are of four types. Discursive images, non-discursive images, the limits of existence, and achievement of your purpose. Um, so, uh, Rimache, the Ewajie, that's cool. Nikchua, you're right. The Kali Kali, Kali Ju. I just have to find it. Ewajie. Let me find it. The tambo, the hlatong, the drawa, the the kabiyare, chiran the drawa. Shinel nawa da, hlatong nawa do so yizare. Tala chobi me ba jiyu de, naba tuba de jiyu zonye da, naba tuba me bi zonye da, me bi ta da, kuba yonsu tuba us jendo aje. Okay, this year. <laughs> Okay, 
Sumba. The Gamad Yomarbe. Tishin and Etruson. Chubbibala Jivete. Number two, what is your zone? Dish, dish, Laton, Mabezone, Shinet, the Laton is a Lugero. Okay, okay. I maybe I truce me chishin and Etruson. Okay, I thought I thought that I I just misunderstood something. That's all. Okay, um, let's see. Universal objects of meditation are of four types: discursive images, non-discursive images, the limits of existence, and achievement of your purpose. Uh, the the two types of images, uh, discursive and non-discursive are posited in terms of the observer. The first is the object of insight, and the second is the object of serenity. So yeah, that's the same. So it says it here. Uh, what I th So discursive is referring to insight, um, analysis, and the second, non-discursive, is referring to uh, serenity or calm abiding. The image is not the actual specifically characterized object upon which your mind is focused, but rather the appearance of that mind's aspect to your uh, the appearance of that object's aspect to your mind. When you carry out analysis while observing an object, then the image is discursive since analytical uh, thinking is present. When you stabilize your mind without analysis while observing an object, the image is said to be non-discursive since analytical thinking is absent. As for these images, what objects of meditation are they images of? They are the images of they are the images or aspects of the five objects of meditation for purifying behavior. The five objects of meditation for expertise and the two objects of meditation for purifying afflictions. The limits of existence are posited with reference to the observed object. There are two. The limits of existence for the diversity of phenomena which are expressed in the statement, just this is all there is, there is nothing more, and the limits of existence for the real nature expressed in the statement, this alone is how things exist, they do not exist in any other way. So here, speaking of conventional truth and ultimate truth. Uh, so we use this reality and diversity uh, sometimes to explain conventional and ultimate truth. So that's all that it's referring to. Gunzu Demba and Dundan Demba. So that's what these two are referring to. Uh, this alone, sometimes I think we should use the Tibetan words because it gets so confusing when so many translators use so many different words for the same word that I think that's why the earlier translators used so much Sanskrit uh, to, for terms, like bodhicitta and all these, instead of trying to translate them because it was something everyone could just agree upon. So I'm finding the value in I always wondered why there was so much Sanskrit, why it wasn't just translated into English and it was for common, common purpose for everyone's use. Um, so when, sometimes when you hear me thinking out loud and using the Tibetan word, it's sometimes helpful to know that that's what we're talking about. We're talking about the same thing we were talking about in this other instance. Okay, sorry. Um, 
<laughs> I don't remember where I am. That's awesome. The limits of existence are posited. Uh, that's right. Reality and diversity. Uh, the limits of existence for the diversity of phenomena which are expressed in the statement. Just this is all there is. There is nothing more. And the limits of existence for the real nature expressed in the statement. This alone is how things exist. They do not exist in any other way. In the case of diversity of phenomena, this means that the five aggregates include all composite phenomena. The 18 constituents, the 12 sources include all phenomena, and the four truths include everything there is to know. There is nothing else beyond this. In the case of the nature, this means that reason establishes the truth or reality of those objects of meditation. And I, let me see how far. Rimche, the Chukaba Kasa. Okay, I found this last week. So when we, just going back, that was a mental factor, a determining mental factor. Uh, the aspiration. Okay. 
Okay, so when when we look at these different categories, uh, Rinpoche was just going over, of course I didn't mark it from last week, but going over the five aggregates and the 18 constituents and the 12 sources. Um, so the five aggregates, of course, are form, feeling, uh, discrimination, compositional factors, and conscious consciousness. So these are the uh, five um, Where did I put it? Is it, what is that? Oh, it's there? Awesome, thank you. I would love that. Here. Footnote 60. Thank you. I'm going to give you a big hug. Okay, the aggregates, form, feeling, discrimination, compositional factors, and consciousness. So these are the, the five aggregates. The 18... Uh, constituents are the six sensory faculties, eye, ear, nose, tongue, uh, body, as well as the mental sense faculty, and the six consciousnesses, the eye consciousness, ear consciousness, nose consciousness, tongue consciousness, tactile consciousness, uh, and mental consciousness. Uh, the six objects are form, sound, odors, tastes, tangible objects, and phenomena. Wait, hold on. Okay, well, we didn't need to know those six, but they're not in that, but now we do. And then the 12 sources are the same as the six sensory faculties and their objects. So, um, eye, ear, six sensory faculties. So the eye, ear, nose, tongue, body, eye, ear, nose, tongue, body, and mind. And then the um, corresponding objects the um, of the eye. So the object of observation of an eye consciousness, the form, um, uh, and so forth. Zu geche, ah right, zu geche, jai geche, geche. So form source, I see. Uh, so it would be form, source, smell, source, etc. Sound, source. Uh, those would be the objects of the six sensory faculties. Um, so, meaning, if you would say, what is uh, form, source? You would say, uh, for instance, uh, this bottle. Uh, this bottle would be an object of a eye consciousness. Object of observation of an eye consciousness. Um, so those are those are the categories. Thank you for that. It uh, helped me not have to go through that. Yeah. So it's the same here. So it would be. Rimache the the Juni. The 
So, uh, okay, so sensory faculties here are, are, um, are not the consciousness. So just so everybody's aware of that. When it says the six sensory faculties and their objects, we call them sense powers sometimes we translate it as. Um, so those, that's not the consciousness because you have consciousness and then sense faculties or sense powers. Um, so just so you realize that those are the wongbo, the sense powers that we're talking about, not sheba. Um, so it's just when we're looking at these divisions, um, just I wanted to clarify that. And so this initial was, initial is correct, that it's the eye sense power, ear sense power, nose sense power, tongue sense power, body sense power, mental sense power, and then their objects, visible forms, sounds, odors, tastes, tangible objects, and phenomena. Phenomena is the object of the mental um, sense power. Okay, Selpushasa. <laughs> So it empowers the consciousness to apprehend. There's like a machine. Uh, so anyway, Rinpoche said, I want to give an example of how sense power works with consciousness and so forth. So when we look at the apprehension of a form, for instance, the eye consciousness sees the form, but the empowerment of that eye consciousness is the um, sense power, the eye sense power. So it's the um, thing that allows the consciousness, it powers the consciousness to be able to apprehend the form. So it's inside, it's an internal, it's nangi, it's, in, it's an internal power that empowers the consciousness to apprehend. So Rinpoche said it would be the same for all of the other ones as well. So the ear and the nose and the tongue would be the same as the eye. The eye consciousness apprehends the form, the sense power, eye sense power, empowers that consciousness to be able to apprehend. So this is what we say. What would a scientist say? 
being so science science man we have more questions or woman man or woman anyone who would like to come answer all of Rinpoche's questions we have another one what would science have to say about how the apprehension of an object takes place we have a form that we see so Buddhism says that an eye consciousness is empowered by an eye sense power and then it then apprehends an object of observation in the case of the eye consciousness in this being a form so what does science say occurs in that interaction scientists are scholars they know things so that's why we ask Kibimebanato <laughs> Chutanjitan Achievement of purpose is posited in terms of the result with either insight. Rimache reread something, so I'm going to do it in, in case it was purposeful. Um, so this alone is how things exist. They do not exist in any other way. In the case of diversity of phenomena, this means that the five aggregates 
include all composite phenomena. So the five aggregates being form, feeling, perception, formation, um, and consciousness. Um, and then the 18 uh, constituents being the, uh, the, the fac sense faculties or powers of the eye, ear, nose, tongue, body, and mind. And then the conscious six consciousnesses, eye consciousness, ear consciousness, nose consciousness, tongue consciousness, tactile consciousness, mental consciousness. And then the objects of those um, consciousnesses. So the um, being, so the object of, of, of the eye being form, uh, here I'll just read it, um, form, sound, odor, taste, tangible objects, and phenomena. So that makes up for the 18. Um, and then the 12 sources are the uh, six sensory faculties and their objects um, are the same as the six sensory um, faculties and their objects. So the powers um, and then the, the, the objects themselves make for the sources. So those are the, the sources behind um, what one sees and how one sees. Um, and the four truths, uh, this, this is the superior truth of suffering, this is the superior truth of origin, this is the superior truth of cessation, this is the superior truth of path. Um, everywhere there um, include everything there is to know. There is nothing else beyond this. In the case of the nature, this means that reason establishes the truth or reality of those objects of meditation. Um, achievement of purpose is posited in terms of the result. With either serenity or insight, you direct your attention to the images of those objects of meditation. Then you stabilize on them, become accustomed to them, and by virtue of repeated practice, you become free from your dysfunctional tendencies undergoing a uh, uh, fundamental transformation. So your thinking changes. Uh, your thinking changes. And, and Rinpoche said, when we look at these two terms before, I just missed um, reality and diversity, this is re referring to the conventional and ultimate truth of phenomena. Um, so, anyway, just in case those terms come up, it's referring to ultimate and conventional truth. Now we move on to number two, objects of meditation for purifying behavior. The Chikshana debts more than Triadan Lenjarim? Okay. Uh, objects of meditation for purifying your behavior. Objects of meditation for purifying your behavior are objects that purify behavior in which attachment or the like, hatred, delusion, pride, or discursiveness, is predominant. There are five such objects of meditation. Repeatedly, they are. And then Rinpoche said, let's slow down. Then eh? Sibanaba Sudune, 
Shawala, Sensibos, Zawudna Dadna, Pamasmula Mine, Nabarjabi, Sabi, Tender Dribbin, Sambane, Shambade, Shambinzi, Danti, Gune, Semiba, Tadala, Zimbala, Sheba, 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 Yilla, Miba, Shayuji, Eugenie, Nika, Shamba Sonso, Sombao. Tendage Mibane, Tuson Donjon Yu. Tendage Truton Latene, Truton Chinjabo, Yon, Tanto Seji, Tadama Dubi, Lesha Baba Tanjabu, Yonabo Mabi, Tunala, Tedder Mid, Sensibo. Quand Mm. Objects of meditation for purifying behavior are objects of purified behavior in which attachment or the like, hatred, delusion, pride, or discursiveness is predominant. There are five such objects of meditation, respectively they are ugliness, love, dependent arising, differentiation of constituents, and inhalation and exhalation. Of these objects of meditation on ugliness consist of the 36 uglinesses pertaining to the body, such as head and body hair, and external ugliness such as a corpse turning blue. When an aspect of impurity and ugliness arises in your mind, you keep your attention on it. Loves involves focusing on friends, enemies, and persons to whom you have neutral feelings and have an ad and having an attitude at the level of meditative equipos of providing them with help and happiness. So equal desire to benefit. Keeping your intention on these objects of meditation with a loving attitude is called meditation on love. Love refers to both to subjective attitude to the object. Love refers both to the subjective attitude and to the object. Regarding the object of meditation on depending arising, all there is in the past, the present, and the future is dependent arising in which effects that are a mere phenomenal factors simply arise based on mere phenomenal factors. Apart from these, there is no performer of actions or experiencer of their effects. You focus your attention on this fact and hold it there. As for the object of meditation on the differentiation of the constituents, you differentiate the factors of six constituents, earth, water, fire, air, space, and consciousness. Your focus, you, you focus your attention on them and hold it there. Regarding the object of meditation on inhalation and exhalation, you focus your attention without distraction by counting and watching the breath move in and out. Um, so Rimache said, we're going to stop there, and uh, we'll uh, we have a, a board meeting today. Um, just so everything. Tearing uh, natsu zundutsok, natsu zopa zundutsok. 
Um, so maybe we, if anybody wants to ask any questions, we can do that now or we can end. It's up to y'all. Anyone have a question?